us to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Shall we read together? And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Go ahead. Prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So let's pay closer attention to this scripture again, once again, if in the next slide. Romans 12, 2. Bible says, and do not be conformed to this world. That simply means do not copy the behavior and customs of this world. Can you say copy? We all know what it means, right? We have all done that, right? We all copied, right? Do you do that in our exams times? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I see somebody who is very honest and say, yes, very, yes, very much. <laughs> so Bible says, do not be conformed to this world. Do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind. That simply means by changing the way you think. That you may, be, you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I mean, it's not very hard to understand the scripture. Do not copy the pattern of the world, the behavior of the world, the customs of the world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind, by changing the way you think. That you may prove what is good and what is acceptable and what is the perfect and the perfect will of God. You know, when we live in this world, we easily conform or we easily comply with or we easily match with the behaviors of this world. Are you with me? When we are living in this world, we easily conform with the pattern of the world. Nobody needs to do anything. We are just, we, we are easily, we fall into that. We easily match ourselves with the behavior and the pattern and the customs of this world. We try to copy the behavior of the, and the custom of this. You know, you have seen your children, right? When they come back from school, how is their behavior? Have you noticed that, you know, some of our kids, as they go through a difficult time, you know, they, they, they face a lot of challenges in school. So when they go to school and they, when they come back from school, we need to rebaptize them and get them in. Otherwise, it's going to be a mess. No? Right? Sometimes we feel that. I mean, we have gone through it, so we know it. They tend to follow easily the pattern of the world, the behavior of the world. But Romans 12, 2, Bible says, do not conform to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. God is saying his standard is different from the standard of this world. Are you with me? No? Can I hear an amen if you agree with me? Okay. We are born in this world just like the world. We are born, every baby, when the baby is born in this world, the baby is born just like the world. We see the world in the baby. However godly the parents may be, when the baby is born, the baby is just like the world. So we grow as the world. We pick up the pattern of the world. 
But Bible says we need a transformation. What do we need? Can you hear, hear that loud, loud enough? Transformation. So transformation is an act or process of changing completely. Can you say completely? We need a transformation. That's what word of God says. We as children of God, we need a transformation. A transformation is basically an internal shift that brings us in alignment with the word of God. Are you with me? A transformation is an internal shift that happens inside of us that brings us in alignment with the word of God. So today we need to experience the transformation in our lives. And where the transformation starts? Within, inside, right? The transformation starts inside of us. For the world, where the transformation starts? Okay, so for the people who are outside, the transformation st should start from the church. Right? So transformation starts inside, and people look at the church, thinking that there is something good is happening there. I want to be blessed. My life want to be touched. My life want to be changed. So when we all bring transformation inside of us, the church is getting transformed and people will be blessed. Let's read the scripture once again, Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Number one, there are a couple of things we see in the scripture. Number one, not to be conformed to the world. Can you read that with me? Not to be conformed with the world. Bible says not to be conformed with the unhealthy lifestyle and the sinful behavior of this world, the sinful habits of this world. You know, there is no alternate method to achieve transformation. There is no another method to achieve transformation. There is no shortcut to achieve transformation. Transformation cannot really happen when we carry all the evil practices of this world. There's nothing is happening inside of us. There is no change. If there is no change, there is nothing, no use at all. Transformation cannot happen inside of us if we do everything our non-believing friends do. It doesn't happen inside of us. God expects a change in our lives, in my life, in the life of the church. Bible clearly teaches that do not follow the pattern of this world. You know, the method that people use to make money, the non-complying practices, the non-complying policies, the illegal practices, the shortcut to get more benefit. Sometimes we make false promises. Sometimes we cheat people, get cheated during various ways, during various means. And sometimes people even ask for money than what it takes. The hidden agenda people have. These are all the pattern of the world, not of a child of God, not of the church. Sometimes we do business. Sometimes you may do business. But when we try to do anything more than what it takes, what, it, what is required, by providing false promises, we see what is happening today on the face of this earth. 
You know, today, this morning, God wants to see a change. God wants to see a difference in the life of a child of God. Otherwise, when church is not making a difference with the world, when the church and the state get married, you know what is the result of it, if you know the history. Bible clearly teaches that there is, we cannot follow the pattern of this world. Do not be conformed to this world. You know, all that we see in this world is not of God. Sometimes we fall into the temptation saying that God has created everything beautiful. God has made this world. But what we see today, not everything is of God. The reason why I say this, we are not living in a perfect world. We are living in a fallen world. Even though God created world, we are not living in a perfect world. We are living in a fallen world. Creations are good. Everything is beautiful. Everything is amazing. Everything is there for enjoyment. We would have gone there, out there to enjoy everything if the world is a perfect world. But unfortunately, we are living in a fallen world. So all that we see are not of God. 1 John chapter 2 verse 15. Shall we read that together? Do not love the world or the things in this world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Verse 16, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. There is a difference between what is of the Father, what is of the world. Bible doesn't give a room there. Do not be conformed to the world. Jesus said in John chapter 17, verse 16, can we read it together? They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Even though we are in the world, we are not of the world. Can I hear that statement from back from you? Even though we are in the world, we are not of the world. Because Jesus is not of the world. So we are not of the world. So not only we don't get conformed with the world, but Bible says, Romans 12, 2, we need to be transformed. Can you say transformed? So number two, be transformed. Let's read Romans 12, 2 again. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that right or good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How does transformation happen? The scripture clearly says by the renewing of your mind. So how transformation happens? Do you see that in the scripture? By the renewing of your mind. The way we think, the way we process things in our mind, the way look, we look at ourselves, the way look, we look at other people, the way we look at others through the window of our mind. My most challenging problem is my mind. Are you with me? Our most challenging part is our mind. Not that what we do, but what do we think? What we think. Many times, you know, I, I have noticed in me, I, I, my, my, my thinking is wrong. Are you with me? My thinking is wrong. It's not the same thing when I think about somebody. It's not. I mean, it's too bad. It's thinking. It's ugly. That's what I'm standing in front of you and telling that. Many times what we think is not the same thing. We need a renewing of mind. That simply means 
interpreting life through the lens of God's word. Interpreting life through the word, through the lens of God's word. Not through the lens of your experience. Not through the lens of what you have gone through. Many times we look at others based on what we have gone through in our lives. That's wrong. God wants us to look at others through the lens of the word of God. Many times we look at people through the lens of our experience. Through the lens of our woundedness. Through the lens of our disappointments. Through the lens of the trauma that we went through in our lives. Many times we look at others through that lens. Our preferences, our options, our opinions on others. That's how many times we look at people, but God says this morning, we need a transformation in our mind. And that has to start from me. Can you see me? So we can't look at people through the, our experience, but we need to look at people through the word of God. So it's a fundamental shift that God wants to see in our lives. If we don't see that in our lives, the rest of the world really cannot see the kingdom of God in their lives. So this morning, this is my prayer that God, you would help us to see everything. You know, it's to see our own lives, not through what we experienced in the past, but Lord, through the help of the word of God. You know, some of us have a bad past, severe, troublesome, we don't want to talk about now anymore. And still we are trying to look at yourself through what you had gone through in your life. And you will remember that you will not be useful for anybody. You will not be useful for God. God wants you to forget those things because he's a God who forgets our sins. When God can forget our sins, how can we carry our sins? He doesn't remember them anymore. That's what the word of God says. No doubt that we need a renewal in our mind. We need a change. We need a transformation. I'm going to talk about two important transformations and we're going to get into a time of prayer. Number one, transformation in our desires. Can you say desires? God wants to transform our desires into his desires. We all have desires. Psalm 37 verse 4, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desire of your heart it's a very promising scripture for us to pray God you said oh God you will give me the desire of your heart and now we are talking about a transformation that we need in our desires what are those desires we have can you number those desires that you have in your life number one house good thank you number two job Number three, wealth. Number four, heaven. Somebody said heaven? Ready to go. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, number five, never ending life. You want to live in this world forever? <laughs> never ending desires. Okay. Never ending desires, right? That's very true. It, it doesn't end one after the other. Okay. So, so we have many desires. There is nothing. Is there anything wrong having desires? No. Not at all. There is nothing wrong having desires, okay? 
So we're talking about how God is going to transform our desires. So what are those desires? We can number, we can go on and on. And brother said it's never ending. <laughs> so desires are basically strong feelings of wanting to have something. Strong feelings of wanting to have something is what is desire. Now God transforms our desires by renewing of our mind. Somebody doesn't want to come closer to God because they're so afraid. If I come closer to God, God is going to change my life. God is going to change my desires. I can't really enjoy the world. So I will walk from God, a little away from God. I won't really come closer to Him. I will come in my, even beyond that, in my deathbed. So God works in our minds when you start seeking God with all these desires. God works in our minds. He works in our minds through his word. He works in our minds through the spirit of God. And he works in our mind through his love. At, at times, have you felt that the love of God is surrounding you so much? You are in the love of God. You feel that at any time. And you know what? When you are surrounded by the love of God, things will change in your life. Not our desires. But we see God's desire. Now, we have all these desires. Now we need to take these desires and filter these desires through Galatians chapter 5, verse 24. What Paul says, Galatians 24, And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So we have a bucket full of desire. And we bring everything to desire, those desires to Galatians chapter 5 verse 24. And that scripture filters those desires. And how much comes out of it after filtering? Nothing? Few, probably. Now let's read, go back to Psalm 37 verse 4. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the, the filtered desires of your heart. Not that everything that we want. In the life of a child of God, listen to me, many times we don't get what we ask immediately. I want to see some witness here. If I'm, I want to make sure, that, yes, okay, thank you. Many times we don't get what we ask immediately. God takes time to transform our mind. God takes time to transform our mind. But later at some point of time, two things can happen. Either we would have lost the desire. We may not be praying for it anymore, but then God gives that at that time. Or sometimes he never gives. But our, we are okay at that time because our mind is already transformed. So we need a transformation. We need the total change in our lives. You know, God is certainly give us all that we need. God wants us to live in a better way. We need a house. We need a car. We need so many things. They're all good. They're all good. We need all those things. But our desires need to be transformed. Are you with me this morning? Our desires need to be transformed. So until now... We have been talking about receiving blessings one after the other, one after the other, blessings after blessings. But suddenly you start talking about the desire of doing something for God. 
Where that comes from? Galatians chapter 4, verse 24. It comes from there. Suddenly you start talking about those blessings and you desire. You want to do something for God. Can I do this for God? Can I do this, that for God? Jesus transforms our worldly desires into his kingdom desires. Can you say kingdom desire? Jesus, that includes everything. That includes a house, a job, a, a, a good life, and all the facilities. It includes everything. We are not saying the Bible doesn't really say that throw everything and walk away from those blessings. No, you have everything. But now your mind is not earth-minded, earthly-minded, but you are kingdom-minded. Can you say kingdom again? Number two, transformation. Finally, transformation in our purpose. Have you ever asked the question, what is the purpose of my life on the face of this earth? We ask the question, in fact, in another way. When troubles are overwhelming and everything is going beyond our head, we ask another question, Lord, what's the point in me living on this earth? But that's a different question. So we are asking a question, what is the question? Lord, what is the purpose of my life? So we all have different purposes of living on the face of this earth. We ask in people generally if they ask, what is the purpose of your living? Not, not necessarily inside the church, but generally to people. They say, providing a good family. We are providing for, 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 my, for my family. That's my desire. That's my purpose. Living a very successful life. That's my purpose. Making positive connection with people and enjoying those relationships. That's my purpose. Somebody may say that I want to travel all around the world. That's my purpose. Somebody may say that, you know, um, I want to fight out uh, the declining condition of this earth. I want to do anything that to save this earth, to protect this earth. That's my purpose. Somebody else may say that I want to achieve the highest position possible in my career. That's my purpose. Nothing wrong in all those things, but in the life of a child of God, God wants to transform our purpose. Listen to me in a few more minutes. God wants to transform our purpose. With our limited vision, with our limited understanding, we see what we can achieve, our ability to achieve certain things in our lives, but God transforms our lives to achieve a higher purpose. Can you say higher purpose? You know, without much explanation, I'll show you what is that higher purpose of God in your life. Are you excited to know God's purpose in your life? Yes? Are you excited to know? Yes? So it's found in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. Can you read that with me? Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Jesus said, I have a purpose for you. In a moment we hear the scripture, oh, okay, okay it's not for me. Pastor is preaching too. The chairs. It's not for me. Are you with me? Do you think that this is the purpose of God in your life? Come, how many of you feel that? Can I see your hands? How many of you feel that this is the purpose of God in your life? I mean, it's a real question. Jesus has a different purpose. He wants to transform our purposes into something else, into a mega purpose, a greater purpose. 
that God has for your life and for me this morning I want to pray uh, I want to talk a little bit about it and then we are going to get into a time of prayer God transforms our purposes so that we can transform others God transforms our purposes so that we can transform others and this transformation begins inside of us can you say inside then it transforms our desires and now it is there to transform the purpose of living on the face of this earth you know at the end of the day when we are done with everything on the face of this earth only one thing that stands what we have done for god there's nothing else is going to come back come with us and you know each one of us is accountable for that day so transforming lives around us is everyone's responsibility you know yesterday we were in the park but then we were touching lives we were talking to people we were dealing with them we were just you know telling them you know sharing with them you know it's all important this morning god wants to transform our purpose so that we will do his will jesus knowing that peter is going to deny him jesus said in luke chapter 22 verse 32 can you read that but i have prayed for you jesus telling to peter peter you are going to deny me but i have prayed for you that your faith should not fail and when you have returned to me what strengthen your brethren that's a responsibility on you and me it doesn't matter whether we stand at times we may fall at times we may falter we may backslide at times we may not even follow God we may turn away and we may go back from God that doesn't mean that God cannot use us Peter was the one who he just you know he failed miserably in his life he denied his own master but God knew that and he said it's all okay you'll go through all these things in your life nothing is strange I know everything I know the struggles that you have gone through but I want you I need you I want you because I you need to strengthen your brethren when you look at this world when you look at people around us then they don't have Christ in their lives who else will go and share the love of God if we don't do it this morning God is very particular here God wants to transform our purpose so that his purpose can be accomplished God was telling him Peter you will deny me it's all right but when you come back you have worked to do you have work to do with your brethren you have something to do in their lives this morning if you are listening to me this is the voice of God to you this morning God wants to transform your purpose so that you have a responsibility in the kingdom of God we are going to open opportunity we are going to open opportunity to help you to transform lives because it's a god-given responsibility to all of us helping others to be transformed transformation can happen only through god as we read but god doesn't do it directly god brings transformation in the lives of people through those lives that are already transformed this morning God wants to transform our lives so that we will be able to go out and transform people we must be willing to fulfill God's purpose in our lives a couple of years before if you remember we trained a couple of our church people to go out and give tracks in the public I did I think we did that for a year 
I mean, during an year. We went to the parks, we, and we went to different places. Who, how many of you are there that time? Three? Okay. So we went there, and we met people, strangers, totally strangers. And we went there, we spoke to them, and then we started praying for them, and we shared the love of Christ through different means. But now all that is gone. There are too many restrictions. Can that stop the work of God? Can that stop us from touching other lives? This morning we are going to pray in a moment with God. God, what else we can do, Lord? In what way, Lord, I can bring the love of Christ to others? In what way I can transform lives around me, oh God? Shall we all arise this morning as we get into a time of prayer?